Hey everybody, it's Ricky Joe here at C3 Podcast. It has been a rough month for me, to be quite honest. Um, I'm not going to go into complete details. I'll just summarize what's been going on for me uh, without revealing names. Um, however, I've been dealing with tragedies for the last like month or two. Actually, it's just been getting a lot harder for me as I feel like it's a wave after another of somebody, you know, passing away um, from health issues. One is from COVID. Um, Actually, two of them were from health issues, um, cancer based, actually, for one. And then as of right now, I am currently in a season of trying to cope in a healthy manner instead of returning back to my old ways with, um, if you don't know, I have an addiction to pornography. I've been almost nine months free from viewing porn and, you know, dealing with sexual integrity and um, healing and being or not being, but choosing to be free from the strongholds of, um, what's the word, of lust, basically, if that makes sense. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, things like, you know, when you have family and friends that you're super close with or that you know really well, when they unexpectedly pass, um, it can really shake up your faith, quite honestly. I'll, I'll be honest about that. And reasons why I have relapsed in the past was due to losing somebody um, that I was really close with. And I'm not trying to say, like, you know, death makes me, you know, super sad and makes me run back to porn, like, automatically. It's just in this season... I know for sure that the enemy would love, would he would indulge in for me to run back to my old ways of like searching up porn, you know, self-soothing and being discouraged to want to recover again. You know, I'll be even more transparent with you guys. It's been tempting a couple times, especially with, um, you know, family members that, um, having health issues right now and it's like you want to be supportive for them you want to be encouraging you want to you know be this light or beacon of light for them but the thing is that always gets to me no matter who it is is when you know they want nothing to do with God that can really Put a damper in your walk with the Lord. I will be completely honest with you guys about that. Um, Being a Christ follower is not an easy journey. I know mainstream Christians or Christian influencers or big names in the, you know, church or the body of Christ, you know, all these great gospel singers, preachers, or church leaders, who 
whatever it is, they make it seem like it's um, a easy walk or it's a walk of miracles and all that stuff. But there is no good journey where the main character, I mean, if you guys watch any like fantasy movies or um, action-packed movies where the good guy always suffers some kind of loss or deals with some kind of pains or trials or just endures so much that in the end that they are um, the hero they have overcome, they are strong and they have done their mission, whatever it is, it's the same for Christ followers. We literally put a target on our foreheads or on our backs. It's the day that we say, Jesus Christ, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life. I accept you into my heart. Literally. Bullseye on your forehead. Because the enemy does not want you to accept Jesus first and foremost. Um, second, accept God, that he's the Heavenly Father, he, he is the creator of all things. And three, to definitely invite the Holy Spirit to keep you accounted, convicted, and keep you connected to Jesus and God, right? It's not an easy journey being a Christ follower, it's incredible for both the pains and the miracles and the blessings that happen, but it's not an easy journey. So I'll share one story. I had to go off social media for like a few weeks um, just because Holy Spirit was prompting me to. And I was like, okay, I'll do, I'll do this. So I went off social media. In the two to three weeks that I was off social media, I had to intercede for a pastor of a church that I, I'm not attending for church itself, but I'm attending for a support group. And all of the people that have I have encountered at this church through the support groups are really incredible people. They have a love for Jesus. They have a love for people. And they have been shepherded by this wonderful man, right? I've heard his stories. I've never got to meet him unfortunately, before he passed. But having to intercede for um, his healing, to intercede for the church, and to intercede for his family, both the church family and his actual family, it really took a lot out of me and on me. And I'll also admit that um, these last several months that I've been doing recovery, that God has been training me up, putting me through loops of being uncomfortable, first and foremost, to see how much I am willing to be obedient to him and to also convict me on many, many things. So I've had to face old hurts that I didn't realize I still had to forgive people that I didn't realize I had unforgiveness too and to make amends 
and mend a relationship that I thought was well, like, okay and whatever. But until I started doing a lot of these things in these last several months, um, listeners, I, I was being prepared for this big, big trial that I'm facing right now. And that is the relationship of one of my parents. Um, and I thought it was just going to be one of those beautiful, sad, I mean, sad and beautiful, you know, stories that you hear from other believers. Like, oh, me and my parent had a really rocky relationship growing up. Then we made amends. We forgave each other. I um, led it to the Lord. And um, now, like, things are so great between us. I basically have been put through the other things I've just mentioned to only end up finding out that this parent of mine has lung cancer, stage three lung cancer. And I, I'll tell you guys right now, I wasn't mad at God. I was just mad at the fact that this parent of mine has to go through this. Now, I am, if you haven't, um, if I have not told you yet, I am from a different state. I'm not from the state of California. I am the only person in my immediate family that is in California. Everybody else is back in my home state. So it's a lot harder to want to be supportive and encouraging when you can't be there for that parent. But, you know, Holy Spirit has been like, you know, just pray with this person, keep praying for this person, reach out to your um, support groups, all your brethren in Christ that will keep you and your family in prayer, and to just believe in healing over this parent, right? So I would be lying if I said that, oh, I've been at peace with this. For the last few weeks since I found out. I would be lying if I said that I'm okay. Because I haven't been. I've cried. I've broken down. I've just been so numb that for me, I've been kind of struggling the last couple weeks to get back with... um a clear connection, like a radio, right? Kind of like a radio, like something messes with the antenna or the satellite. You're trying to like turn the dial, the knobs to get back to the right station to get that clear connection, but you're just having a hard time. That's what I'm basically going through right now. And I just want to be completely raw with you guys. It's hard to want to be for a parent that, you know, I'm glad that that parent knows Jesus, loves Jesus, prays to Jesus. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Um, but you want to be there for them. You want to be there for the people that are trying to cope with this. But it's also harder to be climbing up that mountain to be with the Lord only to get kicked back down, tumbled. Your hair is a mess. You probably got a few scratches. 
you know, going back down that mountain to stop at a, not a rocky bottom, but to be stopped and then to look back at that top of that mountain and not feel a little discouraged, have a little bit of doubt. I'll be honest. I, I've been feeling pretty discouraged with a little bit of doubt, not in regards with God himself, but just if I will be able to handle when the time comes, because tomorrow is not always promised. That relationship that you're worried about is not always promised tomorrow as well. That loved one that, you know, you want to make amends with, you want to forgive them for everything that they've done to you, not because you want healing, because you deserve healing, but also because you feel like they don't deserve forgiveness or that you forgiving them might cause a strife or a bigger wedge in the relationship. Today is never too late to tell that person you love them, to tell them that you're sorry, to tell them that you forgive them, and also that you just want them to live a happy and healthy life. Rather they're um, Christ followers or Christians, or if they're not. Life um, here on earth will throw a lot at you. But that's why, guys, I would choose Jesus all over again to straighten out my life any earlier if I could change back time. Because I know for sure I've messed up a lot. I've done a lot to people that deserve a lot better. Not that I'm like the worst person ever, but still, even the smallest things can still leave a hole in that person's soul. And I'll be honest, guys, it's, it's a lot to ponder on. But it's a matter of what you would do. Because for me, I wouldn't be able to do this by myself. Not even with the highest pain specialist, therapist, psychologist, whoever. It was only God who has been able to get me through a lot of these trials this last year. And for that, I'm thankful for him. Alrighty, guys. Hopefully, I will have an episode for you guys prepared next week. Until then, take care, be safe, and ahuiho.